Welcome everyone back to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. I'm joined by my delightful co-host Darius. It's a me, a podcastio. Oh wow. We are not talking about Italy guys today even though with that poor example of an accent we (laughs) are talking about COVID. It's a me, back back, uh, virusio. Yes, because you haven't heard enough. You need to hear more. You also obviously wanted to hear our opinion of it. Uh, so here we are talking about coronavirus, the pandemic, the news that stops the nation. Um, Spoiler alert, we don't like it. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's still happening. Um, we, we didn't record this one too long ago, but, um, you know, yeah, it's uh, currently July of 2020 for those in the future listening back. And uh, it started it started really in, I guess, January, January really, but kind of hit the world big time in around late Feb, March. So yeah. it's been a while and it's not really going anywhere. And the fact that this is a travel podcast, it would be really silly to not actually address what's happening so yeah we just we're just talking about what we're kind of going through at the moment and we I um I did some interviews at the start of it and so we're going to bring those in at some point we're still working out what we're going to do with them but talk to some people around the world and um got got to hear how they're going with it and so yeah it'd be cool to sort of track this series I guess yeah we're going to give it a go anyway yeah, have a listen to our banter and, and see how we got to that conclusion. Have a listen, leave some feedback and roll episode. Go. So what's your rules so you can't travel outside? Can't travel outside what? Over the border. Oh, no, we can. Um, and the, uh, like, they decided on a European level um, because, you know, a lot of countries, especially in, like, the south of Europe, um, pretty much rely on the yearly influx of tourists from within the EU. Um, so they've, they've you know, and people are going on holidays, the school holidays started, like summer holidays started for most people already. And um, no, you can, you can travel. It's fine. They've just like, there was a few outbreaks that they've had in certain regions and those people from those regions aren't allowed to go anywhere. It's like here, Victoria. <laughs> uh, well, here it's like based on a city, so it's not like a whole state. Yeah, but to be fair, it's like same, <laughs> same population. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. There's, you know, maybe hundred thousand people or something. I don't know, but um, yeah. No, there was a big outbreak in a um in an abattoir, and um. Like the the thing is though, like well, two things came to light. One that the you know the the working conditions are really bad for because like this it's full of like Eastern European workers, a lot of Romanians and Hungarians and Bulgarians and stuff, and they live like you know five six people in like twenty square meter rooms and all this sort of shit. Like it's it's modern yeah, slavery. There's, no, there's no other way to yeah to say it. And, and, and yeah, so that came, 
you know, that was in the news and then also like, you know, how they just didn't give a shit about the COVID rules and regulations. But it, like, to be fair, it probably wasn't possible for them to to do it. At the same time, like that doesn't excuse it. It's just, you know, just what happened. Um, it's up to the employers as well. Like it's it's sort of too <clears throat> pronged and, well, I don't know if you've seen here, probably not, but what happened in Melbourne is like they, they shut down these two massive like housing commission towers. Mm. So same thing, you know, <clears throat> people lower socioeconomic, living in lots of people in one place, not social distancing from foreign countries, so maybe getting different mixed messages from home, yeah. all that sort of stuff anyway, just but also just things spread faster in those areas. So anyway, but they like sent this massive police presence there and then right. people were just like super outraged. They're like, you know, you're not, not even doing that to the same degree. <laughs> at the airports, like, and that was their first step where it's like, and then they've gone, okay, now we're sending health professionals and they hired heaps like, well, we're staffed to deliver the food and all this stuff, but, like, they had all these measures to do, but, like, just that the police went first. Yeah. And it was, like, you know, just very distasteful and, and like, like, you know, they had them locked in these towers and then they fucking let a plane fly from Melbourne to Sydney and let them off the plane. Right. You're like you had a captive audience. You had them on a bloody in a tin can, and you let them just go. But these people, you've got police twenty four seven. Like, yeah, make the same rules, you know. Yeah. Well, the the um like the abattoir and the associated city or the council or whatever they they asked the army for help, but just so they could get people to to do testing and stuff because they really needed like manpower. Yeah. Um, they have got the same here. The military have been from other states have gone down to help. Yeah. And the SES and all that are set up here and stuff. It's pretty hectic. Mm. But, you know, it's no, kind of what we've got to keep expecting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, like, I'm very fortunate in Germany because they just love their rules so much. Um, <laughs> it, like, it feels like it's pretty well under control. Like, um, there are, like, you know, like in the in Düsseldorf, like the the party street, uh, the police are having a tough time, or the city's having a tough time enforcing all the rules there. Like because there's so many people, and they get drunk, and then you know no one gives a shit about the rules anymore. Um, but like all in all, it doesn't. You know, it still feels pretty normal. Like it's just inconvenient some things, but that's that's pretty much the the height of of the feeling. Like it's not scary or anything. It's just like shit. We gotta forgot my mask, I have to drive home again so I can go shopping or like um yeah, just just weird weird rules for like not being able to go into places when there's too many people in there already and stuff like that. But like yeah, it, it seems kind of under control. Yeah, that's the problem here. I think that we're just people are just so arrogant and so used to being able to do what they want mm. like you know you're not going to tell me what to do and it's like you had it we had it down we had it down so low we were just about to get up to the next stage of like easing and then you mm. just took the piss and even the other day mm. after they made the lockdown some people went to KFC and ordered 20 20 meals two of them right. Right. so the, the the KFC were like mm, seems su- su- suspicious Called the police, said maybe follow where they're going, followed them back to the house, and there's like 20 people there. 
having a party after the lockdown and they're like fucking fines. So they gave twenty six thousand yeah. dollars worth of fines out. Jesus. <laughs> to some high teenagers. Like you're yeah. idiots. You deserve it. Like well, they're asking yeah. you they're asking us for a time to restrict your behaviour. Mm. And then once it's minimized, then we get to go to a different type of restrict like mm. but people are just selfish, like, no, but I wanna see my friends. I wanna do this, I wanna go here, or that's what I used to do, so I can. Yeah. Yeah, all the all the like not meeting people outside of your household rules, they've opened that up like all the way pretty much. Like um it it's starting to feel pretty normal again. But people are still a little bit on edge, I feel like there's not the same sort of I don't know. Maybe because, like, it is summer, but, like, all week it was raining or the last two weeks it's been raining pretty much every day, which puts a bit of a downer on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get famous enough so that this can be an episode. No, I think it still could be an episode. We, I've, I've really, I know it's on my, like, to-do list. I've got to go back and have a listen through some of the stuff, but especially now that it's still going, like, it would be really cool to do a a throwback or to have a couple like do you know to a release in a week where we have like this is where we're at now mm. um we're talking right now and this is the date you know it's the start of july it's been going for four months sorry it's mid-july no, I see what you're saying and okay then, we'll pretend then, i didn't say that and we'll keep talking about it yeah well and then you know we have this flashback to these to when i did it which was april I had this mm. grand idea, and I still can contact yeah. all those people again and ask them how things. And you were one of the people that I talked to, so we do yeah. have a, a then and now. Mm. So, <clears throat> I think the fact is, like, nobody knows how long it's going to last. It's a mm. global effort, and so even though it's great to see some countries are doing really well, like you said, Germany are rule followers, and yeah, you know. Unfortunately, you're still not going to be able to, like the world's not going to be able to conduct normally, you know, and, and Australia's taking it very seriously in terms of, you know, we don't really care what's happening in other places. We're going to keep ourselves under control and not let anyone in until it's all under control. Mm. So, you know, having Qantas flights grounded until July 2021. Really? International Qantas the, they they have grounded their A380s and their 747s. Jeez. Gone and parked them somewhere in the US. Huh. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. pretty big indication. It's yeah. not to say that other airlines won't fly. I'll send you the article. It's pretty interesting. Other mm. airlines are flying in at it. Like the, the, the UAE, um, you know, Emirates, Etihad, they've never stopped um, passenger flights. Um yeah. United Airlines haven't stopped from Australia to the US. My brother works for United Cargo, so I do get the inside right. scoop. But they're still at the moment, you still have to have very strong reasons to leave Australia and very yeah. strong reasons to be coming into Australia. And basically that's yeah, yeah. Re- you have to be a resident. Hmm. You know, resident or compassion or moving here or moving yeah. away. Hmm. And I heard you have to, like, if you arrive in Australia, you have to, it costs you, like, two weeks. You have to spend $250 a day or something for the Yeah, it's about quarantine. four grand. 
What the hell? So, well, the thing is, they it's been four months now in Australia. <laughs> they gave, they were allowing people to come home and they were, yeah. so initially there was no quarantine or there was self-quarantine, you know, please go home and self-quarantine. Yeah. Clearly it wasn't being followed. So then they changed it to, oh, like it was please self-quarantine. Then it was like mandatory self-quarantine. We'll be doing checks at the doors. Then it was like still not being followed. So it's like now you have to go into hotels of our choice and you'll be yeah. kept there for two weeks, you know, under guard pretty much. Mm. Um, and then, you know, but that would have cost thousands to the government. And so now they've got to a point where they're like, we told you to come home. You know, we told you if you want to come to Australia, come home. Um, and so now they've said no. Now if you're coming home from now on, you know, some of them, some people haven't had that luxury of choice of like they haven't been able to get on a flight home. I've heard yeah. of flights costing $8,000 yeah. um, just to get back and, and doing like crazy routes because there are so limited flights. So having yeah. to go really wacky routes. But you know, now it's actually even um, interstate as well. So if you, so people who, because Melbourne have had an, es- uh, Melbourne and Victoria have had an escalation, <laughs> you have to, if you've been in Melbourne in the past two weeks, you're not allowed into uh, Queensland, right. into my state. And if you had been, so like I know a guy who sadly went to his brother's funeral in Melbourne and like overnight they changed the rule. So he flew back into Brisbane and had to pay. For a hotel. That's crazy. Like, like, yeah, why is it so expensive? But okay. Um, <laughs> I know. You wish you could just go to a motel, but I guess they can't just – they've had selected motels with selected capacity, so they can kind of, again, contain it. But, um, like, it seems if they're going to, like, do it, like, book out a hotel just for quarantine people, like, that it shouldn't be, like, the, the premium rate. Yeah. That doesn't – it doesn't – I don't know. But I don't know. I guess Australia is not the the the, the model country of, of, you know, citizen-friendly democracy anyway. So <laughs> No, no, no. But we have had it pretty good in terms of, like, the people who have been able to access uh, – we have a thing called JobKeeper and um, JobSeeker, yeah. the people who have been able to access that. You know, that's $1,500 yeah. a fortnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people who are out of work, um, for some people they've that's worked out quite well. For some people that's mm. a loss and a cut of income. Um, you know, my husband was on it and that was pretty good um, mm. for the time. But you know, in the US, they got a one-off payment of twelve hundred dollars. And yeah. I mean, in well. you know, in other countries, there would be zero dollars given by the yeah. government to their people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Look, in, in in Germany, they've they've got a it's called um, Kurzarbeit, like short short work, and it's a thing based like out of the production industry, or like on a you know people working on production lines when there's less demand. But they've opened it up to all sorts of con- um, industries. And so I'm on eighty percent pay at the moment as well. Um, well, the 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 company pays eighty percent. And the government makes up seventy percent of the difference, so it works out—I don't know, like twenty percent less or something like that. Um, 
but that's you know that's massive they've they've done that like lots of companies are doing it lots of people are on it um and it's good because it like and it, it doesn't have to be 80 percent. like you can go as a company you can pay even less and there are supposed to be quite strict rules that you can't actually then work more but a lot of it a lot of country companies are just seeing it as like a a break um a wage break sort of um and we're still working pretty much normally so mm. yeah 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 and that's i mean one of my friends is on the job keeper and like she was doing a day a week for it which is mm. like pretty good day of work for her um but uh, now they just like we just don't have anything for you. like we're just pausing the company it's a travel company right. um they're like we're just basically putting it on once that once that thing came out from Qantas, like it really put the writing on the wall for a lot of travel companies. Like yeah. you just cannot guarantee a trip before mid next year. That's you know, crazy. internally it's different. Like I've seen some now, um, you know, I really hope for Australian domestic tourism. Like it'd be a really great opportunity for people to see the country and I hope those operators mm. do well. But <laughs> yeah. um yeah, for companies who largely have an international sort of offering, it's just super uncertain. And uh, it's so funny, yeah, people still saying to me, you know, oh, I feel for you and you're probably feeling the way I am and really missing it. And I think looking at looking down the barrel, like, of a long time, it's a bit harder. Like, mm. I had sort of, you know, definitely resigned to the fact that this year was no go. Yeah. But we have a friend's wedding in May in Ibiza and I really, you know, because Ibiza's awesome, but also I was going to tell it, you know, tee that up with a trip to see the family in the UK and I thought, you know, just keep it simple, not not my big going around to lots of countries because I'm not sure that's mm. going to be the greatest idea after all this time to go bang, bang, bang like I usually do. Um, but I thought if I could go there and just go to those two places, it'd be so nice and now I just think just not sure. You know, if it's possible and I could do it with another airline and it's not outrageously priced and I'm allowed out of the country. But, you know, when the major carrier of the country makes a decision like that, it's pretty, they probably have some inside information, you know, mm. on the landscape. So, yeah, it was, it's a, that's a bit hard. But like I say, it's... um. Yeah, it is what it is for now and we just have to take it today as it comes. Yeah, fuck Corona. <laughs> that is the summary to this episode. So, <laughs> um, no, look, I so what I did, yeah, at the start of Corona was um, I was having some pretty crazy like long days and nights and I, I did have this podcast in mind at the time but it was also like a, I didn't know if I was going to make a good because I did them on Zoom. It's going to be mm. like a video series or whether they mm. just turn into blog posts or whatever. I also got people to write me like a hundred words about what was the situation in the country. So it's a pretty easy way to get people to tell me what was happening with them. Yeah. Um, interviewed some people like in Paris. I got a guy from Cambodia. I had people from Texas, California, Los An um, two parts of California. I had people from Slovakia, <laughs> Germany, mm. yourself. Mm. Um, tell me, yeah, what was happening? Three, three different states in Australia. Tell me what it was like, you know. So it would be really mm. cool to go back and revisit them. 
I mean, it was funny because I had an idea of like, I was like, I'll try and talk to you in a month. And the month kind of went fast. It was weird. Like lockdown's been this weird time warp of dragging yet also can't believe it's been four months, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then I was like, yeah, going to do one month and then six months time. And I was like, oh, if we're still in this situation in six months, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 ha-ha. So then when, you know, when it was starting to kind of look like things were not getting better, I was like, what's the difference between interviewing them one month later and two months later? And for places like LA and Texas, I mean, you know, it's sort of like, oh, I'll be a bit of a boring conversation by then. No, 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 they are quite a shit storm still so um yeah yeah so yeah that was what I was doing I just was like it's just uh interesting to to talk to people well time permitting and we'll have to talk about the format a little bit more but um I'm sure we can squeeze in those episodes um maybe people can let us know if they're interested or have something to share yeah um, I, I think at, the, at this stage we we might do like a snippets one so some like snippets from each place and each person um that would be be kind of cool and if if there's a desire for it I don't know people might be well and truly over it but it might be kind of cool to do a bit of a time capsule I have all the recordings so um you know, if we it would want to be a shame to, to not use them but I think yeah maybe that's a good idea we we make like a a, a um a multi-episode out of it and then you know, if people are interested in hearing the follow-ups, then we'll record them and yeah, feedback. You know, yeah, because it would be really cool to play that back to the people too, and and do a bit of a yeah check in. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, um, we'll wrap this let one us up. Know what you think? We'll wrap this one up. <laughs> oh, this is a bit uh, of a funny one. <laughs> a bit of a funny one. It's going to be interesting to see what the um the the first part of our chat sounds like um because we weren't really planning on this being an episode but it's turned into it and i like the idea so um yeah that's uh, a cool thing it's our podcast we, we do can what we do want. whatever we like yeah well, you guys just have to sit there and listen to it it's a bit ridiculous to have a travel podcast at this time and not not bring up corona and not, and not bring up covid it. because yeah. it's it sort of comes up in the episodes i chat to people or we sort of make a sort of you know, but at this time, <laughs> yeah, you know, dancing like around the enormous like elephant, um, you know, we're we're just in a time of a pandemic, which has happened throughout history, but it's just a very different experience to other times in history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap this one up and get on with what we plan to do. <laughs> and okay. um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone, and. Um, uh, stay tuned for more on this and we might be a little uh, bit of a, a bumper bumper week of, of some COVID action <laughs> yeah well um, so you need more of that guys you just need I'll to hear go, more I'll, about it <laughs> I'll go into the basement and shout at the editors so that they get a move on yeah throw, chop. The, throw them throw them an extra bucket of fish heads <laughs> alright thanks guys see you next time bye listening and yeah this is just the start of this (laughs) which I guess is kind of a feeling of COVID in general isn't it but um no look 
had some really amazing conversations and I would love to share those and it would be really interesting to to get those people back and um, just to do a bit of a time capsule of what was happening then and what's happening now and also we plan to share with you hopefully soon a, a bit of a summary of, of those chats and the vibe back in March 2020. You know what would be cool, Em? What? If we got someone on who had or has covid i know someone and they were actually someone okay perfect <laughs> i know someone as well um okay. just an idea putting it out there what do you think listeners thank you for listening um to i don't, us. I don't know how like the cool how cool it is but like maybe like why wouldn't it be cool okay it would be interesting i think is the the term thanks survivors um, survivors hmm yeah. yeah okay. Survived. Well, we'll have. Yeah. It's this is a, a succinct outro we are um, <laughs> formulating right now. Uh, what is happening next episode, Emma? El siguiente episodio es España. Ah, muchas gracias, señorita. <laughs> uh, hablo un poquito español y. Estoy emocionada. Introductor, mi amigo Pedro de España, uh, de Barcelona. Sí. Um, um, oh, damn it. Hang on. Yep. Um, <laughs> For those who um, don't speak uh, Spanish, um, like I, me, <laughs> <laughs> I will be chatting with my beautiful friend. I actually, call him mi hermano, mi bro- my brother, um, Pedro. My brother. Um, my brother <laughs> from my pe- my pe- my Pedro, my Pedro from Spain. <laughs> um, so it's our first local in-country interview, apart from you. <laughs> and me. Yep. Um, yep. So Pedro is in Spain talking about Spain, me talking about when I visited and I visited him, and so it's really cool. And it was just beautiful to catch up with him. So uh, I really look forward to sharing that conversation. Sí. Uh, it's el episodio mucho grande especial uh, dos cerveza, por favor. Yeah. Okay, we're going to roll this up, wrap this up. Um, you know all the things, guys. Email us at info at lovelytravels.com, search Lovely Travels, website, Facebook group, Instagram. We love hearing from you. We love your feedback. Rate, re- review, subscribe, and please come again next week. Please come again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>